good time of the day and welcome to another episode of and when i say i mean i'm your co-host austin and i am your other co-host adrian welcome to another week uh adrian what fascinating things have you um have you done this week um well i've been sick for a lot of the last week i finally Mm. probably since the last time so the last time we recorded i was like just starting to get sick and then it was at its worst on like saturday sunday and now we're on the we're on the decline i feel much better my throat is like significantly less sore and my nose is clean i can breathe out of my nose it's amazing nice um so but then so during the worst of that we had saturday morning which is when we ran our 5k it was a beautiful morning it was sunny and 55 could have been a little cooler maybe but i'm not going to complain because it could have been like 70 um and rainy maybe um but it wasn't all that enjoyable to run that while being sick um but we did it anyways um we what why are you shaking your head yeah, no, that just sounds awful. It yeah, I mean, it, it could have been worse. It sounds awful. Um, but yeah, we, there was... I guess. Okay, I mean, we could have, I could have been vomiting. But anyways, but we I completed mean, then you just, I, I assume you just wouldn't run at that point. Yeah, probably. Um, but we completed the race, um... Big shout out to my running partner, Becca, for running along with us, with me. And, yeah, we survived the race. What was your so time? There was, there were people dressed up in costumes. It's a peeper race. You know the, those frogs? Were you dressed up in costume? No, I was just wearing normal yes. clothing. It's named after the frogs. So there's someone in Were a frog people costume. dressed as spring peepers? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one person was wearing, she had like a green wig on and wings and lots of glitter on her face. Interesting. What yeah, does that no, have to I do with frogs, though? I don't know. I think she just likes to dress up and be fun. Oh. Um, what was your time? We did 35 minutes. Maybe 34. Mm. How consistent were your splits? Pretty consistent. I wasn't checking. I don't know. But I finished 27th in my age bracket. So. Uh, nice. I don't know how many were in the age bracket. Out of how many? I don't know. Okay. But yeah, that was pretty good. And then... What else did I do this past weekend? Not a whole lot. I slept a lot because I was trying to get better. Mm, yeah. Watch the watch the yeah. Premier League final. Um, I hear it's been wild um, with Liverpool and some other team. Manchester City. I don't know. I thought it was like Tottenham or something. Well, so you're probably getting it confused with the this Champions League. This was like two League. weeks ago. Yeah, so That's you're possible. thinking. Yeah, you're thinking of the Champions League. So 
Liverpool and Tottenham both had like ridiculous comebacks in the semifinals um, to make it to the finals. Um, but yeah, Liverpool was could potentially have beaten Manchester City for the Premier League title, but they didn't. They lost. Manchester uh, City won. So nobody wants that. Well, oh, I did see, I did see that America's favorite third tier. Premier League team stayed in the third tier. They did. By the skin of their teeth, they made it on goal differential. So wow. Wow. AFC Wimbledon will be playing another league in the, or another year in the third tier of English football. Mm. All thanks to John Green. I don't know if it's all thanks to John Green. No, probably not. But Or John Green or Bald John Green, maybe. <laughs> Have you been watching at games? I I watched some of them, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Anyways, what have you been up to this this past week? Um, I have I have listened to a shocking amount of Audible in the last two days. Audible? Yeah, like I'm averaging okay. six and a half hours of Audible in That's the last impressive. two days. Um, but, so, uh, my supervisor has gone. He's at a conference, so mm-hmm. uh, I've seen like no one in the last two days at the lab. Yeah. Uh, and so that just gives me free reign to listen to a bunch of audiobooks, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been, that's been fun. Um, don't know. It's it pretty, it's pretty normal week. Have you, did you finally get the badge for the audiobooks? No, no I still have yet to get the badge the closer badge. That's that's the one that I've 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 always wanted. I am so I'm also upset that I don't have the platinum badge for. So if you have the Audible app, uh, I'm, if I'm you go to right if now. you go to your stats tabs and scroll over to badge collection, mm-hmm. I'm upset that I don't have the gold, um, Mount Everest. Wait, there are different tiers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's three tiers for every badge. Oh wait, I think I have the Silver Mount Everest. So you have to listen to a book that's longer than than 60 hours, I think. 60 um, hours to get the top tier. Wow. Um and that's upsetting to me because if War and Peace is not the top tier of like long books, what is? I don't know. Basically, basically the only books that are in that range are like the Bible and um, that one book by Proust, In Search of Lost Time. Wow. So, um, that's upsetting, but it's not upset as upsetting. The Closer is a, is a badge that I've always wanted and I haven't been able to get it. And... Guess Do you who have has the closer, Austin? Oh, boo, boo! No, that's. I disgusting. wish it would tell me which one it is. Uh, so I tried to. Li- I listened to Notes from the Underground front to back, and I sit here waiting for this achievement to show up. This is a while ago. I was in a. I was in the CRV coming back from Pittsburgh one time. Uh huh. Um, and I was just. I was upset. I. I don't understand why. I was denied this badge. Um, apparently, apparently, I have the gold closer. Y- get out of here! Get out! 
<laughs> what's your what's your overall standing? Where does it say? So your listening level. Mine's not color coded like that. It says oh, master. Mine is. Oh, what? Get out of here! How much? How, like no way. There's no way you have listened to like three hundred hours of audiobooks. I mean, I don't know. How how do I see that? Go to your total listening time. Titles in your library. Nope. Nope. Total listening time. Total listening time. 23 days, 17 hours, 53 minutes. What on earth audiobooks are you listening to? <laughs> all of Game of Thrones. All of um, uh, Stormlight Archives. Um, do you want to look at my library? Yeah. Um, this is making for great, great listening. I'm sure we could maybe do this on our own time. No, this is this has to happen now. The entire I haven't actually listened to it, but the entirety of Sherlock Holmes. Do you just like um, sit? Do you just like sit and have these? The books Reckoners, Blade Runner, on play and you just don't listen to them. No, I listened. I've listened to all these. The Martian. You just play um, them in the background to boost your stats. I mean, I listen to them at work sometimes. I've listened to. I've listened to all five Game of Thrones. I just finished um, Game of Thrones, the first one again. I've listened to the first two Stormlight Archives at least twice. Um, I've listened to Mistborn on there at least twice, probably. Hmm. Well, I am ashamed and embarrassed now. You've probably listened to more books, though. I mean, if that's... How many audio titles do you have? I don't know. Let let me get it back. I think you I can closed that. You a can bit. search that, or you can just scroll over and find that. I don't scroll over where. Oh, I have like eighteen. I see what you're saying. Um, I have like less than twenty. Okay, I do have many more titles than that, but right. And you just read more. Like I listen to books more than. I mean, I don't know. You probably still listen to books more than I do. You listen to more Appar- different books than I do. Apparently not. <laughs> I just listen to the same books over and over again. Mm, I I don't I don't have the repeat listener badge. I do. I have a gold gold one. Gold mm. stars, man. I I do not have that. Anyway, other other than that, it's other than listening to more. This I this is a personal record for most hours listened in a month. So Oh, nice. I think so. Anyway, there's really no way to check that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so uh, on Monday, which was like the last day I saw anybody at school, mm-hmm. um, a coworker slash friend um, who had been down in um, uh, Cooney fabricating some things, he was back, and I got to complain about. He is also a book snob, uh, but does like the show. Um, Game of Thrones. So yep. Monday I was able to, to spend some time complaining about how, how bad the show is now. So that was fun. Um, it I I do appreciate that everyone thinks the show is bad now. Yep. Um, but I, I do think people think that it's bad for different reasons than I think it's bad. So Why do people think it's bad? Uh, people think it's bad because big spoilers coming down the pipeline. Do you, do you know these things? Yeah. Okay, Daenerys has burned down all Everything. of King's Landing. Yeah. Um, I I don't I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I have never 
been like Daenerys's biggest fan. Right. Um, she she's too um, incompetent for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why Kevin Lannister is my favorite character. Who does he is not he's not in the show at all, which is he's not in the show. Wow, no. <laughs> bummer. But yeah. anyways, I don't want to spend too much time talking about Game of Thrones. But oh. I mean, we can talk about it on our own time. Well, okay. Well, hold on. Transition time. So okay. why I think the show is bad is because it has taken um, these characters and just like stomped on them. So to me, they're again they're 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 missing the point of what the show was about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so taking all these characters and just making it seem like instead of oh you can overcome these these things in your life like you can um be redeemed despite the past or history or your family mm-hmm. and it's just like no you can't like if you're Targaryen you're going to burn things down mm-hmm. if you're Jamie you're Lannister gonna go you're going to be terrible and push children out windows and if you're the hound, you're just gonna be the hound and die seeking revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's what I don't like um, about the show. So th- my seamless transition is going to be uh, what what is the the point or value of critiquing things? Um, so people people did people did like. This last season of Game of Thrones, for some reason, until season last seven. episode. Oh, you mean season eight? Yeah, people did like season eight until last episode, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't. Not everybody so, did, but some people did. Some so people. is should I go about saying no? This this season is bad, or should I just be content for people to enjoy what they enjoy? Mhm. Obviously, know. obviously I think the answer as as a person who is constantly criticizing everything and saying, "No, <laughs> that's wrong. This is this is this is why things are are better than others." I think that I should criticize things. Mhm. I think like what's the intent behind it? Your criticism. I I think because I mean, criticism. I guess here, here we'll answer this question: Is criticism always negative? No, um, criticism is just like a a critical look at something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like applying. Usually, it's applying some theory to a work. So why why is criticism? as seen as negative because I think most people see criticism as a negative thing. Uh, because almost no criticism is like, no, this is perfect. That it's, this is the, the pinnacle of achievement. Um, this is, this is unassailably great. That is almost never, um, how a, a critic responds to a work. And we um, don't call that criticism, right? When we praise something that we say this is this is how like this is good for these reasons. You are being yeah. critical. You right. are responding in a critical way. But we have somehow 
change the word right, from that's critical true. to be to be negative, right? Like yeah, literary criticism as is as a field is just thinking critically about literature. Mm-hmm. Um but the word criticism uh has almost exclusively a negative connotation these days. Right. So I think that in general, I think it's probably okay to be critical about things. But I think when we so I think it's I think it's fine to be critical and probably good to be critical about Game of Thrones or things like that, right? Like we should be thinking about these things critically. We don't want to just I mean maybe people do, but like we don't want to just like take things in and be like, "Okay, that's great." Like that's why I think that's what we try to do a lot. We that's why we talk about Game of Thrones so much. That's why we talk about Avengers constantly is because like we don't want to I don't think that you or I want to just sit here and consume things without thinking about things critically. Mm-hmm. Now, I yeah. So th- now the the difference then is I think it's okay for you to say I think that Game of Thrones is bad. But what I'm not sure about as much is, can I say, you think this season of Game of Thrones is good, you're wrong. And so, therefore, I'm going to tell you. I think, I don't, I don't know, I think there's some kind of balance there. I don't, I don't think, like, I think people can say, yeah, I think thinking about, even if, like, they're not thinking about it critically, I think they can still say, I genuinely like this. And I still, I don't know, I think it's okay to say, hey, I'm not sure this is great and this is why. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm too on the fence. Um, I mean, lot, you, you can like things and they can also be bad. Yeah. Um, like that's that's definitely a a thing that can happen. But I, I largely agree um, that we should be critical of everything. Uh, but I, I also, I also think that you can tell people that they're wrong if you agree on, I do it a lot. So it would, (laughs) it'd be kind of hypocritical for me, uh, to not Uh think that people can be wrong, but it, if, if you agree on stand, like if you agree, uh, about the purpose of something, I think that then you can say that they're wrong if if you're like if i'm just saying everyone's wrong about this that that's it's um i'm making the assumption that what i think the purpose of art is is everyone's agreed or that mine supersedes other people's mm-hmm. um assumed purpose of art yeah. No, I think I think that's good. That's like so for me, like one of the main reasons I don't like Marvel movies is that I think they're predictable and nothing happens in them. But if I'm I have watched Marvel movies with people who are like, yeah, I just love seeing superheroes fight and see all of the mm-hmm. explosions and all of these things and that's what I want to get from the movie. I I can't necessarily say they're wrong because so I think this is what you're saying. I can't say I can't tell this person no, you're wrong this movie's bad because we're not coming at it from the same mindset of saying, this is what I want out of this movie. Right. Right. It's like if you're, I don't know. It's like if you're playing, um, 
Quidditch, and one side thinks that hitting the bulgers through the net is the way you win, and the other person thinks that catching the snitch is how you win. Like, you can't decide on who ends, how you end the game then, because you're disagreeing about how you score points. Mm-hmm. For what it's worth, you throw the quaffle through the goal hoops. Not no, the, no, no. I, I was intentionally making the other team ridiculous. Okay, okay. I see. <laughs> because clearly the snitch. So I'm I'm betraying my own biases here because I think that I think like metacritically, different views about the purpose of art are hierarchical. Right. Okay. So so, which I think is is maybe like. Maybe kind of the heart of this question, and maybe yeah, we're getting it right. too soon. But I think it's okay. Is like if if I am if I am someone who is just um, content to watch movies for the explosions, is that wrong? Because is our movies meant to be a higher, higher quote unquote higher form of art? Is there something more? Is there something greater? And am I wrong to decide? Nope, I don't want to watch these these better quote unquote better movies. I want to just sit here and watch John Wick three um, and be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I don't I don't know. I I think it's it's hard to say. I I probably wouldn't say that it is wrong, but I would say that it is worse. Okay. So why does it, why does it feel bad to you? I guess why does why would you say it, it is worse or feels worse? Um, I think it's I think it's worse because I am of the persuasion that like everything means something, whether or not people intentionally mean that or not. Mm-hmm. And and just like I think most art is more intentional than we give it credit for. Um, and so because there's just like anyone who is, is writing something has put more work into the text than almost any reader. Mm-hmm. And so like an a decision is made for like every single word or like every single cut that happens in a movie. Um, sometimes there's not a lot of thought being put into those decisions, but they like, they are decisions. And I think how we make those decisions reveals something about um, the work, the, the creator and the context in which um, the creation is taking place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if, like, if we take the time to, to try to unpack those meanings, um, and consider like what the consequences of those, those meanings are, we can get a lot more out of, we, we can, we can try to match what the creator is bringing mm-hmm. to, to the, to the table basically um because i i think people making things is hard and um risky i guess 
Um, so I want to I want to bring I want to give as much um, consideration, I guess, as I can um, to something, even even if the point is just like if the, if the author's point is just to have someone enjoy it. There's lots of technique and thought that go into how can I make something enjoyable uh, mm-hmm. that I think is worth unpacking. Mm-hmm. So, so you correct me if I'm wrong, but you are saying that in order to get the most value is maybe not the right word, but I'm going to use it anyways. But but the most value comes from a work if I fully understand what the creator is trying to say. I, the Whereas some people might argue that the value comes from what am I personally taking away from this, um, this uh, uh, this thing, as opposed to what is the creator's intent behind it. I, I think I think both are important um, mm-hmm. because I I think it's definitely possible to get more out of something than what people initially intend but i think i i still think that's like dis it's a discredit to the creator because even if you don't intend something something can show up and then you know that it's there even if it wasn't your initial intention mm-hmm. um and so then you can you can like cultivate that so i i don't I guess I I t- I would tend to say that it's I would put more value on what someone is is trying to convey as opposed to what I what I get from it because what you get from something I I think really depends on what the author is trying to convey and like vice versa. Okay. Okay. So I am I am hesitant to say though that someone who doesn't want to pursue that is not I don't know I someone who doesn't want to dive that deep into something is is worse off I guess or can't experience it fully but maybe that's just true and I don't want it to be I don't know I, I mean I, I I think how can you how can you not say that someone's not going to experience something fully if they don't like if they don't invest the time they need to I mean why do they need to Oh I mean you don't but if you want to like if you want to understand something fully then you need to put time into it Right right so I guess then is there still value in not quote unquote understanding something fully? Um, or is that just a waste of our time? No. Uh, like if so, like um, Ant-Man mm-hmm. is like a movie that you go there, you sit down and it's like, Oh, that was fun. And then you forget about it. It's still, it was like, you know, it's still fun. Fun is 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 probably a good thing. Um, 
Mm. Yeah, fun's probably a good thing. I think so, it's a good thing. So if there's just like if something's fun, sure it's valuable. But I think um, fun isn't the highest value, uh, and so like th- there is there is value. Um, but I think other things provide greater, have greater potential value in them. How do we, maybe this is way off the rails, but how do we know that that has more value, I guess? Am I just taking your word for it? Well, I, that's what, like, the point of critics is, kind of. Um, like, critics, the the purpose of critics is to guide I, so I think the purpose of critics is to guide people to things that are valuable. What determines what is valuable? Um, that Whatever the critic thinks is... Okay, I don't really think... Practically, it's what the critic thinks is valuable. Um, but, so, like... I would say things that are valuable are, like, reflections of truth. Okay. Um, which is... Which is kind of ambiguous. Yeah, just a little um, bit. But so, if I'm a critic, I would say something that is more true holds more value um, than something else. Right, but then you have to know what is true, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I guess it kind of just gets down to... You determining what is the most valuable, right? Because if I'm the guy who just likes the explosions and gun firing of and car chases of Fast and Furious, right? Then that has the most value to me. Right. If like if you think just like fun times and like pulse pounding action is the most valuable thing in life then the Fast and the Furious is the most valuable thing in life. Right. So I guess then how do you how do you know that there's something that is more valuable? Or how does how are your value how is your value shaped, I guess? Uh just the rest the like the rest of the world. Like like aesthetics is is more like there's a philosophy of it, right? Because it's it's really it's art is about making value judgments, and so I think our value judgments are informed by all of life and yeah and mm-hmm. I, I don't know it how are like you make value judgments about art the same way you make value judgments about life right 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 so so maybe maybe kind of switch that question around does what we value in art tell us what is point us to what is true or what is the highest value or have we as humans just construed all these things and made it up and we're just randomly saying this is what art is and this is what we should value the most and this is what we should pursue um i so i think art ought to so to me yeah uh, i i would i am not a 
I don't like stand for subjective values of art. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think um, there is objective qualities to art. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but like what we perceive as beautiful doesn't necessarily reflect truth. Okay. Um, because, yeah, I think, I think we're, we're bad at recognizing truth. Um, what do you mean? So, um, so, yeah, cause, like I'm kind of a, a modernist that I, I think you can get more truth in challenging things. Um, and so, something that is, is challenging can go unappreciated, like, despite its value, it can be unappreciated if, if you don't have, like, the requisite knowledge to understand it. Okay. So maybe to unpack that a little more, I think I understand what you're saying, but just to clarify, so say I am looking at what I might be thinking is some weird abstract art or it's just a random, like, someone sitting down a timer at a piano for a minute or three minutes and leaving. I look at that and I'm just like, what is that? What is happening? But what you're saying is in order to fully understand what is happening in those pieces, you have to understand the transition of the art into these that has led us into what is happening in those moments. Yeah. Like ideally you would know all art history because most, most art is just in conversation with its own field and dead people from their own field. Right. 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 So, so I guess my next question, so listening to you say that I, I know you pretty well. And so Mm -hmm. I know that you have a tendency to just completely just like become a master of something all of a sudden now when it's now your thing. So if it was rap or Russian literature or bread making, whatever it is, you now know Mm. this is the history of bread making. So that's where, I mean, maybe you're not there yet or you're figuring that out. So, so I guess my point, so the question I have next is I am not someone who is going to go back and listen to rap from all the way from the fifties to modern day and be able Mm -hmm. to figure out what all of these things mean. And so I'm never going to be that person. Um, But I also, want to be someone who can think critically and who can dive deep into these things and i so and maybe to to tangent and like say why i think thinking critically is important i i do think thinking critically is important because it does thinking critically about art and those things does point us to truth i think Mm -hmm. i think that um for instance even like your main complaint about Game of Thrones, right? It's this story yep. that should be about redemption. And I think that story of redemption, as we kind of talked about a few days ago, does point us to truth. So if I'm coming, mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I'm, we're coming from a Christian worldview. And so if, if this is this is truth, right, mm-hmm. I want to be able to think critically and say, okay, what is this story saying about truth and redemption in this case? Or what are the Marvel movies saying about 
um, I, the ideals or, or our moral standing, where do these morals come from and what is right and wrong? And how can I look at these things and then pull out the, find the truth that is in those things and not just say, I want to just have fun with these things. Do you disagree sure. with that or? Well, yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't think you, you always, I think it's helpful to know the history of, of everything because it helps you understand things better. But I don't, I don't think you need to understand the history of everything for something to be, um, like striking or moving. Right. I, I think, I think a lot of, of criticism is, is asking questions about something and about yourself and trying to, uh, trying to understand why you do or don't like something. Cause like, especially with, um, with like painting or uh, like any art, like lots of, lots of artists and like writers, I think, uh, Vladimir uh, Nabokov famously said that uh, art criticism has hasn't. Oh no 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 no! It was uh, it was James Joyce. Art criticism has added like nothing to the field of art ever of of literature. Um, even though he's like every critic's just like dream, not not at the time, but in <laughs> re- in hindsight he is. Uh-huh. Um, so. Um, like, so I, things can be moving, like the point of things is to be, so, of some things is to be moving or, um, awe-inspiring, I guess. Mm-hmm. And things can do that without you understanding why they are like that. And it's even... You can't always necessarily understand why something is so moving, mm-hmm. um, but I, yeah, I think it helps you relate better to um, the world if you know why things are the way they are. But anyway, um, so I, I think a lot of criticism comes down to you. You you react to something, and so okay, why? Mm-hmm. So that that was going to be my question. So if I'm not going to be someone who dives headlong into the history of it, how can I still be thinking critically about something? What are some things that I can do to think critically that, again, I think the goal is to point to truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe not, but I, I, I think the reason I want to think critically about things is, is that I if I don't things that think that things are even like this life exists for no reason, if there is something that's greater, how do these things point to that? And what can I take away that point to those truths? Um, so mm-hmm. what are some ways that I can do that? Um, as I am interacting with art or movies or music or reading or whatever. Yeah. So I, I think the, just like the first question is like, what do I feel about this? Like, do I like this? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do like it, what do you like about it? If you don't like it, what don't you like about it? Um, and then just just keep asking why. Like, why Archimedes, you know, he says if he has a, a lever long enough, he can move the whole earth. I think why, the question why is that lever, 
it's long enough that you can you can move the entire earth with it so just like just keep asking why so mm -hmm. okay i like this why do i like it um like what like what does my reasoning say about me what does that say about what i believe um and how how does that um like, how do you reconcile that with what you think you should believe? Like, do you like this, and is that in harmony with what you what you say you believe? Um, mm -hmm. Or, if you don't like something, what is what's the point that the author is trying to make? So, like, if you don't like something, go try to like people in general have a point to what they're doing. So if you don't like something, um, what's the point that the, the, the creator was trying to make with this? Mm -hmm. Or if you do like something, is it, do you agree with the author of what the point is? Um, does that help you appreciate it better or worse? I think even maybe a step, step before that, if yeah. instead of just jumping right into what is the author saying, maybe asking like, why is the character doing this? Um, oh, I was thinking about like just a painting. Okay. I don't know. Well, but I even, so even if I'm looking at like a book or a story, yeah. right. Like instead of jumping to, okay, what is the author trying to say? Because maybe that's a hard jump to get to, yep. but like, thinking about so again if we want to use game of thrones like okay why are the characters doing this i i'm familiar with the characters now because i've seen them over eight seasons mm -hmm. or whatever i've read them over these books why all and okay this doesn't feel right why maybe it's because the character isn't doing something that's out of their character right it doesn't mm -hmm. quite line up why is that happening and then i think that when you tie that those together that's when you kind of get a better idea of what the author is trying to say. It's, and yeah. so, so I don't know. I think sometimes it is hard to just jump right to what is the author trying to say, or sometimes I, I overthink it, right? I'm thinking too much about, okay, what is the author saying here? And I mean, maybe you can't overthink that, but mm. no, I, I agree with that because I, I think some, we often read for like, novels and stuff that have multiple characters we read too much of the author into every character mm -hmm. yeah so thinking more about what are the characters trying to do and then bringing those tying those all together and saying okay what is the author trying to say from this collection of characters and, st and the mm -hmm. story that is telling them um as opposed to just trying to pull out bits and pieces from some from single characters Right. Yeah. I, I think that that questions to me, questions is the heart of criticism. So like, yeah, why why is this character doing what they're doing? What do I think mm -hmm. is going to happen next? Mm -hmm. um, like, why do I think this is going to happen next? Right. What just happened? How does that fit with what's come before? Um, and so. If, and how does it fit in with the world too, right? right? right like, right. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, like, it's the yeah. Sorry, I'm getting excited now. But then, like, not only then is is what is this piece of art or what is this world saying about in and itself, but then what does it mean for? How does it fit into the context of the world, right? Like, mm -hmm. what are the things that they're saying 
in the book, how does that relate to my life and the world that I live in? I think that's when that's when critical thinking it gets to its best, right? Not only like I don't know, maybe not, but I think it's it's really fun to try to like really pick apart what a story is trying to say and where it's going to go and why it's happening and these sorts of things. But then I think where thinking critically about things really hits its like peak is when you say, okay, then, and why I think we try to ask the question, like, what does this mean for the world? And what does it say about society? Or what mm-hmm. does this mean for our lives? Is because like, that's what matters, right? It, it, if right. we just keep these things contained in their, their boxes, they're still going to affect us whether we realize it or not. Mm-hmm. And so I want to be able to think, okay, what, what am I taking away from this and how I'm going to go out into the world and then use that or think, how is my thinking changing? How is my perspective changing based on what I just experienced? Mm-hmm. So going back to our, our fast and furious example, mm-hmm. I have seen none of the fast and furious. So maybe I should, I should choose something that I've seen and like, um, that is also, that's also dumb quotes. Have you seen Nacho Libre? I was thinking about that earlier. I have earlier. not seen Nacho Libre. Have you seen um, the um, um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Uh, yes. Uh, you don't want to use that example. What I about? Don't know. I don't um, really remember it. Okay. Um, what about? I'm thinking just like a bonkers action franchise. Um, it's not my 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 <laughs> typical cup of tea. Your usual go-to. Um, I don't know. I got nothing for you right now. I'm sorry. Um. Hmm. Well, we'll go with Fast and Furious. So, like, go for it. The I think that the. To me, the question that we should ask about every work is, what does this say about life? Um, and to me, it seems like the Fast and Furious is saying, like, yeah, yeah, let's go, action, testosterone, biceps. Like, The Rock, <laughs> the rock flexes out of a cast at one point, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, and so... I I don't I don't I think life ha- is more than those things. Um I think life is is much richer than action and shootouts and driving cars between buildings in in whatever that place is. Dubai maybe. So I agree with you and I think even Fast and Furious agrees with you. So I have seen all of them. Okay. Um and and actually, if there is a message outside of those things, it's that family is important and that your family, where it is biological and that's important, also can include other people, mm-hmm. your friends, and can, your family can grow um, besides just your biological family. And that that is more important than, you know, all of these other things. So if you if you are looking for those things that you will mm-hmm. you can find that in there as well as the fast cars and biceps right right so i i think i think that we should be looking for those things because then it 
I think it can take something that's just like, yeah, that was fun. That was that was a good way to kill however many hours, mm-hmm. which I think is a terrible way to view time and experience. Mm-hmm. Um, it it takes that and says, okay, I've spent however much time with this. How how does that change? Should it change? Like, am I going to change what I'm doing based on the the messages mm-hmm. that this is bringing? Right. And I think that that points to why we talk about Marvel so much, right? Is because mm-hmm. it's something that not only have we spent a lot of time with, but our society, it, it's just so ingrained into our society, right? And so if we're not looking at it critically, if we're not trying to say, what does this say about life and how does this change how I live? Like, it, we're missing, I, I don't know, I think it seems like you're just missing it. So I don't know if we really answered your question, um, your initial question of like, should I think that I, I don't know I, I maybe I'm too soft but I don't I don't want to tell tell someone that if you're just sitting there watching Fast and Furious for the cars and the the muscles that that's okay because I in some ways I don't think that's okay I think that we should be should be looking for something deeper even like i'm not saying don't watch those i'm i'm mm-hmm. not saying that i'm saying ask those why questions ask ask look to take something away from them um don't just be content to just experience things and and it's going to affect you one way or another mm-hmm. and i think it's important to ask those questions to understand how it's going to affect you and figure out what it means and, and get, I don't know. I don't want to say get the most out of it, but get the most out of it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think to, to me, art is about the fullness of life. Um, so if, if you're just, if you're engaging with art in the, the easiest way, I think you can miss a lot of, the richness. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're okay with that, okay. I don't think you should be, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think I think that's I think that's yeah. It's not to say don't do these things or don't watch Fast and Furious or don't, but but don't. Yeah, look for something more. Look for something mm-hmm. even even within those things. Always look for something more because there is. Because apparently I, I, things things can be really rich if you if you take the time. I I think everything can be really rich and rewarding if you take the time. Um, if you take the time with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some things, though, I I would also say some things are more rich and rewarding. Um. But so and so, I think criticism is important to to guide us to the either either to show us um, richness where we didn't know where it was, mm-hmm. 
or to guide us to things that are that are truly um, true and and revealing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's why it matters. That's why being critical and thinking critical about things. Again, remember, critical doesn't mean always negative. It, I say being critical, and that sounds like a negative connotation. But, but to think critically about things, I think, is important because it does push us to to what is greater and what is true. Mm-hmm. So, it moves transitioning into recommendations. I I would I would recommend thinking about things critically or like asking questions and i think one one good way to do that is with other people so say you watch a movie with somebody else and like ask those why questions afterwards don't be just content to move on to the next thing but but sit and talk about it even if it is just you know an action movie um work through that with other people i think one thing that is difficult about critical thinking it is that you have to be willing to change your mind and yeah. be open to thinking about things differently. If you're not that, if you're not willing to do that, you're not going to be critical thinking won't be as beneficial. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's harsh, no, but I, I, I don't I think agree. if, if you, especially if you're going to be talking with other people, yeah. because but I, but I think that that's what brings that that's where you dig the most out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're going to see something different than I see something different and something that you see could think, you know, make help me see this or make me think about this. And then so but the key is you have to be willing to check your presuppositions and your biases at the door and be willing to change how you kind of are thinking about things. Uh, well, I, no, I, I, don't, I, would, I don't think you need to check them at the door. I just think you need to just, like, be aware of them. Because, right, okay. like, your biases and presuppositions is, is, like, who you are. Right, right, right. But if you're not, if you're not aware of your biases and yeah. presuppositions, then you're not going to be easily able to see where other people are coming yeah. from. Mm-hmm. Um, and understand how they're thinking or understand why you're thinking that. So for instance, like my, why I don't like Captain America or whatever, like obviously this is a bias that I have a presupposition. And so depending on what you think is going to be different than what I think. I mean, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a very, that's a, not a very deep bias or presupposition, but so I think that's, I think that's, um, those are some like, easy ways to to try to start doing that more and and just yeah asking asking questions questions are good any other thoughts on how do we just simple tips for critic thinking critically nope we've uh okay we've got to do recommendations i yeah i don't know just patience i guess And I don't also don't feel like you need to know everything or understand where the author's coming from in order to think critically. You mm-hmm. can think critically even without knowing that information. I just want to know the answers to all the questions that I have. So no, that that's okay. I just don't want I I don't want people to believe that I need to know everything about everything yeah. before I can think critically about something. 
All right, recommendations. Um, so I listened to a book yesterday called The Coddling of the American Mind by mm-hmm. George someone or Greg someone and Jonathan Haidt, uh, the author of The Righteous Mind. I think everyone should read The Righteous Mind uh, by Jonathan Haidt. Um, this, The Coddling of the American Mind is good. It's not as good as The Righteous Mind. Um, so mm-hmm. if I'm going to recommend Greg Lukinov, um, though they spell it with two F's instead of a V. Um, so it is about, uh, it's basically about American universities and how they've changed in recent years. Um, yeah, it it's talking about a lot of things that I already agree with. So mm-hmm. that. And, like, news stories that I already followed. So that wasn't as fun for me. Um, <laughs> but they could be, like, it could be, you know, new for for other people. So I I enjoyed the book. Like, I listened to it in a day. Um, so it's good. Um, I Yeah, Jonathan Haidt, I think, does a really good job of talking about complex things um, well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the righteous mind is better, so that's my that's my real recommendation. That's what you got. Yep. Um, what are my recommendations for this week? I haven't really thought of recommendations, so that's probably not good. This question is it's the same every week. I know, but you know me, I never think about it. The the um, the what did I do this week always catches me off guard, so <laughs> And I I know it's I always know it's coming, but Yeah, yeah, no, same. Um recommendations for this week. Honestly, I don't really know if I have anything. The playoffs. Um, I already recommended that a oh. little bit ago. Um The other day I watched basketball playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to recommend basketball playoffs, but what I will recommend is watching it with your roommates, if that's an option, or just your friends in general, because that made it more enjoyable mm-hmm. because I don't really care much for basketball playoffs, although it was kind of exciting. It was game seven when Kawhi Leonard hit that oh, buzzer yeah. uh, to win the game, wow. so that was exciting. Um, but it is more enjoyable when you're doing it with your friends. Too, you have so. also already already recommended that, but have I done that? Well, yeah. oh well. It was either going to be recommended that again or something else again. So mm. it's just the world we live in. Yeah, it's also the world that we live in that the Bruins are winning. They're winning tonight too. Yeah, it's terrible. I know. Maybe they'll just lose to whoever wins in the West Coast. Yeah, I don't have a lot of confidence in that. I know, but that's what we need. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we'll see you next week.